Welcome to the Hill City Church Podcast. We are a church family located in Springfield, Missouri. You can learn more about us and support our ministries at hillcitysgf.org. We are in Hebrews 13, 13, 15, and 16. Therefore, let us go to him outside the camp and bear the reproach he endured. Through him, then let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. This is the word of the Lord. I want you to grab a seat, but I, but I, need, I need your hearts, I need your minds for just a moment. Because I think what can happen is that we come in here each Sunday. Now, today's going to be unique. If you're visiting with us today, today's going to be a unique Sunday. But I think we just kind of get in a routine, right? We come to church. We're Bible Belt Midwestern people, and we come to church. But, but I want to start this morning with what did you expect by being here today? Did you expect anything? Ah, a couple songs, little words from an ugly bearded guy, sing a few more songs dip the bread, head to the house, watch football. Is this it? Is this what we do here? Do you come expecting something from God in this place this morning? Do you expect to hear from him this morning? Like that's why you get out of bed, you take your shower, you put your nice clothes on, like here to hear from the Lord today and if you're anything like me you just come here a lot of Sunday in Sunday out you have your routine you have your thing you do each Sunday morning it's just like yep that's just what we do we're not going to do that today we're going to stop because here's what here's the reality today we've, we've ended our time in Hebrews this is our Hebrews finale and what do we do just all right that was awesome next book Oh, that was great. We're, it's Christmas. We're going to stop. And we're going to say, Lord, we just went through the inspired word of the book of Hebrews. What would you have for us? This is a, this is a bit of a call to action Sunday. But before we go any further, we're going to stop and we're going to pray. Because there are a lot of Sundays that I come in here and I don't ask the Lord, I don't ask to hear from him. I'm not going to do that today. I don't want you to do that today. Sometimes we have not because we ask not. The Bible says, let's ask the Lord that we would all be sensitive to his Holy Spirit today. Ask the Lord, what is it that you want me to hear today? What is it that you have for me in this place today? What is it that you have for us we know we can go to the throne with confidence. Don't, amen, Hill City? That's what we're going to do. Father, won't you please, Lord Jesus, forgive me, forgive us for complacency. Forgive us for not coming to worship with an expectant heart, from expecting something from the Creator of the universe. God, you hear us. Soften hearts in this place today. 
move on hearts in this place today. May, may each person individually and may we as a body step into places of faith, maybe like we've never done before. God, I, I come to you and I, and, I, and I ask you this by the power of the Holy Spirit and I ask you this in the name of Jesus to do this in this place today. It's in his name that we pray. Amen. So I just want to do a quick review. We've been in Hebrews, so I've got to do a quick review. We, we, we jumped out of the gate and we said anytime we go to the Bible, we want to behold it. We want to get our eyes on it. We want to know what it says. And then we want to wrestle with it. And after we wrestle with it, then we can be transformed. That is what will happen. And then the goals of our time in Hebrews, if you remember, if you've been with us all semester, is that we, we, we need to come out of here believing that Jesus is better, believing that Jesus is superior to what? Everything. He is better. The second thing we wanted you to do is believe that he, he's, he's so superior and he's far better to, to such an extent that he's worth it. What's he worth? Anything that we would have to go through to follow him. He's worth it. He's worth not jumping ship. Stay the course, Hill City. And then the third goal, if you remember, we want you to believe these first two things at such a heart level. We want you to believe them so fully that you cannot help but go out there and tell people about it. So we jumped into Hebrews and we said Jesus is the ultimate revelation of God. Like through Jesus, we see the ultimate revelation of God's mercy, of God's love, of God's grace. Jesus is better. Better than what? He's better than angels. He was better than prophets. You guys will remember this. Jesus is better than Moses. He's better than the promised land. Jesus is better than the priest. All the priests. He's better than Melchizedek. He's better. And Jesus was the better sacrifice. He's better than the Old Testament sacrifices. And there's a song that we sing. And I want you to stand with me because we're going to sing it right now. And we're going to, it's Hebrews. We're going to sing Hebrews, but we're going to offer this as a praise to God. And maybe sometimes you struggle believing even the words that you're singing. I want you to continue to pray. Lord, help me believe this. Help my unbelief. Sing together the theme of Hebrews.
Jesus comes and he establishes this new covenant. And I, and I just told you he's better. he was better than the Old Testament sacrifices. 
He establishes this new covenant, and this covenant, he did, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't the blood of goats, it wasn't the blood of bulls, it wasn't the blood of animals, it was the blood of his son Jesus. And think about this new covenant, if you've been with us in Hebrews, don't ever forget this, this new covenant can't fail. Why can't it fail? Because it is, it is a covenant by the blood of, of his perfect sacrifice, his perfect son, Jesus. And then the crazy thing is that God allows that, that, that we, don't, we can't go live this life on our own, but he puts Christ in us. That's why it can't fail, because Christ can't fail. If you're visiting this morning, maybe you're here, you're not following Jesus, you need to understand something. You're, you're in a theater full of messed up people. And the only difference in us and you is that we're covered by the most valuable currency to ever exist. The blood of Jesus. And this blood, listen to me, it breaks the power of sin. And some of you are like, holy cow, I didn't even know that was possible. I didn't even know that could be a thing. It can be, and I just shared with you the greatest news of your life. You can't go anywhere else and hear better news than what you just heard. Some of my favorite songs we sing in the church, as weird as it sounds, are songs about blood. Because it's the most valuable currency on the planet. And we're covered by his blood. Church, I want to hear you. As we do what they've done for generations after generations, we're going to sing about the blood of our King. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. 
true. This is all my hope. This is all my hope and peace. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. This is all my righteousness. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. No precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. No other fount I know, nothing but the blood of Jesus singing. Is the flow that makes me white as snow? No other fount I know, nothing but the blood of. We'll say, No other fount I know, no other. Found I know nothing but the blood of Jesus. You guys can grab a seat. So we moved into Hebrews. We saw a few warnings as well. And the warnings were, were warnings to not reject Jesus. He paid everything for us and we should never reject him. And to do so would be the most foolish thing that a person could do in their life is to reject Jesus. But the reality is this, guys, there are times that we want to do this. Oh, just me, huh? There are times we're going to want to reject Jesus. There are times we're going to want to reject the life that he has for us. But Hebrews calls us to be faithful. Don't give up. And then if you remember Aaron, when he preached, he asked a question, could we, Hill City, could we become people whose lives are marked by faithfulness? I pray that is what people say of us. Those people, they, they're just faithful. Hebrews chapter 11 said, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Meaning, listen, if we're going to take steps of faith, we're not going to see in advance, how it's going to turn out. We're not going to see exactly what the Lord would have for us, but we still need to take those steps of faith, and we need to understand something, Hill City. Faith is hard. That's why it's called faith. But, but, but the thing Hebrews did for us is it gave us witnesses to its worth. Did it not? It gave us proof text of that it works and that it's worth it. 
But here's where we got to get into some, and it's not that we haven't done real talk, but here's where, here's where we got to look at our hearts. Because James chapter 2 says, So also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. Now listen, let me be clear. We're saved. We, we have all, those of us following Jesus, we have passed from death to life. This happens by faith alone in Christ alone. Okay? So don't, don't hear what I'm not saying. Don't hear that I'm telling you that works saves you. It doesn't. You are saved by faith alone. But saving faith is never alone. It is chaperoned by good works. It chaperones good works maybe is a better way to say that. So we had these three verses of Hebrews and you need to know this. D read those verses. Those are the general call of God on our life, on our lives now. So what are you talking about? Well, let's revisit them. It says, therefore, verse 13, therefore let us go to him outside the camp and bear the reproach he endured. Now let me tell you this in another way. You ready? Go be with people as sent people. But listen, I don't want you to hear that each week. And I don't want you to hear it today and think, oh, that's cute and neat and let's go. Because it really isn't. This is, this is a call for you all and me that when we go out there and are with people as sent people, this, these are, this is a step of faith. So if you can, allow me to offer some clarification this morning about what I'm saying when I say go be with people as sent people. We do things here. I'm talking to those of you who call Hill City home. You're following Jesus. We do things in our lives and we don't do things in our lives based off of a 2,000-year-old book. Don't know if you know this or not, but out there, that is not approved. We don't ever get to not be the weird ones. Just based off what I just told you. And this is where a lot of people jump ship. This is where people are not faithful to Jesus because it isn't reasonable to base your entire belief system and worldview off of a 2,000-year-old book. It isn't reasonable to hold this up and say, listen, this has all authority in my life. First authority, middle authority, final authority, this book. So I'm just telling you, out of the gate, we just got to recognize that. Are you all right with that? Because out there, that is never going to be accepted. That is unreasonable. That is unreasonable. And out there, there will be tireless opposition to that life. Are you ready for that? See, now, now we're talking why it takes some faith. So if we think we can get out there and just buddy up and shoulder up with everything the world's about, and that eventually they'll see Jesus and they'll say they're not going to. That isn't how it works. When I say be with people as same people, yes, we're going to go out like missionaries. But you need to understand, Jesus said they're going to hate your guts. Because eventually you're going to tell them, I don't have a choice to believe what you believe. The choice, my choice has been made up. 
So let's go out there and bear the reproach that he endured. And it's going to take faith to do that. Verse 15, through him, then let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. There again is a call of God on our life. I'm going to talk about this in a minute. I'm going to talk about our mouths and our hearts and that they're actually connected. Verse 16, do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. So Hill City, here we go, tangibly. Let's do some real talk. Let's do coffee table talk, whatever you want to call it. Tangibly, where is it that you individually need to step out in faith? Where is it that we as a body need to step out in faith? It's time to evaluate this. It's time to then exercise this. First and foremost, there, there are people in this room that are not following Jesus. That is your step. Today is the day. You've heard the best news you're ever going to hear in your life, and it's time for you to follow Jesus. Some of you are in this room. You've been following Jesus, but you have never proclaimed it to the masses by being baptized. You have never followed the Lord in obedience by being baptized and you're out there trying to do ministry and you're grinding you're like man I'm not having a whole lot of success because I'm obeying God in ministry but it's not working out because you skipped a step so you got to step out in faith and obedience and be baptized some of you have got to take some things and evaluate and maybe for you it's your money and you you got to evaluate and and by faith you're going to have to start giving now, Hill City, listen to me, you guys have been so, if, if you call Hill City home as a church, as a body, this body has been so faithful in their giving. So I, I can even take this time to, to let you know that, that the covenant members have voted on moving forward on a building and it passed with a 94% yes. And that we will likely be breaking ground like no, we will likely be pouring foundation for our home in April 2022. Yes, that's a big deal. Some of you need to step out in faith and begin to help us build our home. You come here, it's your home, it's your church home, but you haven't stepped out in faith to help us with this home. And today it could be that, it could be the area. That could be where God is saying, step out in faith. Let me give you another one. We are actively praying that out of here, that God would raise up a church planter that would obey God and take a scary, scary step and say, yes, Lord, I, I believe you're calling me to this. I will plant a church. And we're not talking on the south side of Springfield, just so you know. We're talking like, Sell your house, move your family, go to a big university town, and go plant a church. We're actively praying for that. I don't know what's going on in hearts in this place, but maybe that's you. We won't send that family alone. We're praying simultaneously for a salt director that would go to this university town and run the college ministry within this new church. We are actively praying for that. We had a trip, just, just recently, we had a vision trip to Ann Arbor. Anybody know what university is there? Shout it out, no one. This is University of Michigan, right? This, this monstrous place, this is a group. They went on a vision trip to Ann Arbor. Why? Because one of our, one of our network churches, they are planting in Ann Arbor. They are going to start 
their church, they're going to go out there in June, and then their church will launch in the fall. They will have, okay, listen to me. They're going to have a salt company, a salt director. There's going to be a pastor. There are going to be people even. Listen, five people, five college students right now are like this close to transferring away from Missouri State to go to University of Mission to go, go, go help this church plant. This is what I'm talking about. If we're not doing this, Hill City, I don't even want to have a church. I'm just going to be honest with you. I, I'm, not, I'm not your guy. If you don't want something like this to happen out of here, I'm not your guy. We need to do this. And we need to start praying for it. And we need people to step out in faith. Say, Lord, where would you have me go? Let me tell you something else I'm actively praying for for our church. I am actively praying for a woman Bible teacher. Like a woman that will step up and just like a ninja wield that sword and just teach the word of God. I'm praying for it. She's here. Don't know who she is. There's probably more than one of you. But you got to step out in faith. Yeah, the Lord is having me do this. We need city group leaders at this church. We have 25 brand new families at our church just since August. All of our city groups are full. We need some people in this church to step out in faith and lead a city group. And you're like, I don't know if I can do it. That's kind of scary. I don't know if I can have people in my home. Good. You're the right person for the job. It should be scary. We want you to be scared about it because then it will take some faith to do it. I don't want you looking in the mirror and going, I'm awesome. I'll run the best city group that's ever been ran in this church. You're not the person. We need Bible teachers who will graciously give up their Sunday mornings to go teach Lot's kids the Bible. We're always looking for people to teach our kids. And some of you need to step out in faith. And you might be like, I'm not wired for kids. I don't really do kids. You're the right person for the job. Step out in faith and go teach kids. We need you. It's going to take faith. And we're not just going to throw you to the wolves, okay? Like we love you. We, we will offer any and all the training that you need. So here's another exciting thing that's getting ready to go down. It's going to take some faith on some of your part. Next year, we are starting the Hill City School of Theology. Now, what does that mean? That means people in this church are going to commit to 45 weeks of being trained in how to study the Bible, New Testament, Old Testament, how to prepare and teach the Bible. And you're going to come out of that with credit hours to seminary. And you don't have to move away to go get it. You get it right here. We are going to train men and women for ministry right here, and it's going to start. Next semester, if you want to know more about that, next week, there's going to be a meeting on the third floor. I'm running that meeting. I want to see you. It's going to be at 1015. So as soon as we're done, you come to the 9, jump up there at 1015. I'm going to answer your questions about Hill City School of Theology. See, some of you need to just step out in faith and just start reading the Bible to your kids. And it scares you a little bit. It's like, I don't know about it. I think my kids might know more about it. Okay, so what? See, for, see, that's the simple step for some of you. Some of you need to step out in faith 
and hang on with everything that's in you to your marriages. Because you're on the brink of jumping ship. And it's going to take some faith to stay in this thing. Okay, listen to me. I could just go for hours. There are a lot of stories sitting in the seats right in front of me today. I don't know what it is. I don't know where God would have you step out in faith. But the Bible tells us this in 2 Corinthians that, that we, we, we walk by faith and not by sight. You're not going to see how this is going to end. You're not going to see how it's going to go when you move your family to another city to obey God. You're not going to see right now how it's going to go when you're 65 and you're still married. But you got to take that step of faith. So we're going to do this again because it's so uncomfortable for so many of you. We are just going to sit and we're going to pray about this. What else do we have to do? And when you pray, I want the prayer to be about what God would have you do. What would he have you step out in faith and do? And it will take faith in Jesus, who is the same yesterday and today and forever. Amen. You can trust him. He's better. But let me offer you some encouragement out of Hebrews. Chapter 13, now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, here it is, equip you with every good, everything good that you may do his will. Step out in faith. He will equip you. going to take faith in Jesus. We're going to spend some time praying about this. Earnestly ask the Father where it would be that we, he would have you step out in faith. I put my faith in Jesus My anchor to the
God of Abraham, you're the God of covenant, faithful promises. Time and time again, you have proven, you do just what you say. Though the storms may come and the winds may blow, I will remain steadfast. And let my heart learn when you speak a word, it will come to pass. Is your faithfulness to me? Is your faithfulness?
couldn't be more excited to jump into the Advent season with you all. Now listen, you know the rule around here, Thanksgiving comes first, okay? We're, so it's, a, it's the best week of the year coming up, but we are going to jump into Advent. Advent, just so you guys know, it means the arrival of a notable person. And we're going to celebrate this together, and we're going to ask you to join us, not for just Christmas Eve at the Galois. We've done that each year, but we want you to join us for Advent season. So as you're inviting people, I want you to invite them to Advent season, the next four Sundays, and Christmas Eve at the Galois. That will happen this year. Um, and then we have this Advent reading plan. At the outside of the doors, we have a handout for you guys. We're going to give it to you for, for a family Advent reading plan. We want you to do it each day. Maybe get with your city groups and do that. Um, that Advent reading plan is going to start uh, tomorrow. Our team's done a great job of creating handouts uh, for you guys. And then also, we've always done a photo booth on Christmas Eve. We're actually going to set that up next week. If you want to come in, and I know how some of y'all, you didn't schedule your Christmas pictures for your Christmas cards. We'll come get them taken next week. We'll have a photo booth set up. Dress up, come get your pictures, uh, and then we'll also do that again on Christmas Eve. But we just wanted to provide that to you guys uh, twice. Um, so Mary, an angel comes to Mary and tells her what, what's going to happen. And in Luke chapter 1, verse 45, it said, And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. And then she goes on to write the most beautiful song arguably ever written on the planet. And it goes back to what I told you when I started. And that is that our hearts are connected to our, our mouths. How the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And we see this with Mary. And then in Hebrews 13, 15, through him, then let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. That won't happen if it's not here first. Let our lips be and overflow. So we're going to end our time today. Stand with me. We're just going to sing a, a couple of songs. We are going to praise the great I am with our whole hearts, not just today, but all Advent season.